Hey everyone, I wanted to get on here and read the story, the history of Behind Jesus of tonight that we remember of when he took the supper and set apart the, the, the sacraments of communion so that we may remember him and what he did for us. And I was debating whether to do this on just audio or do it on video too. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and do it on video too. So then you can see the messy hat hair I have because I'm tired of combing it. So I just put on a hat and, and now it looks really bad. And uh, so you can get a laugh while you, you get a word. So, uh, but I just want to read this from Luke chapter 22. And I'll start in verse 14. When the hour had come, he reclined at the table, and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I shall never eat again eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken a cup... And given thanks, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten saying, This cup, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of the one betraying me is with mine on the table. For indeed, the Son of Man is going, as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to discuss among themselves which one of them it might be he was going to do this thing. And in other accounts of this and other Gospels, uh, Matthew, uh, we see Jesus telling Judas, it is what you said. And, and Judas went and betrayed Jesus. And so further on in this chapter, chapter 22, um, in verse 47, it says, while he was still speaking, behold, a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was preceding them. And he approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When those who were around him saw that what was going on, what was going to happen, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, stop, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed an officer, healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come against him, have you come out with swords and clubs as you would against a robber? While I was with you daily in the temple, you did not lay hands on me, but this hour, and the power of darkness are yours. So many of us, like me, 
won't have access to communion, you know, the bread and, and, and what we use today as equivalent, uh, grape juice, to remember the sacrifice that Jesus gave, to remember of all that he said that was coming for his death and all that he told the disciples and telling them to be ready in prayer in, in the garden of Gethsemane when he went and to pray with the Lord, to pray with the Father. And all day today I've been thinking about this passage and thinking about when Jesus was portrayed. You know, he was like no other revolutionary person out there leading a revolution. He was like no other that we've seen in history leading a revolution to stop his apostles, to stop his disciples from defending him. And allowing one of them to even betray him. To not call on his other disciples to stop him. To not praise Peter for casting the sword. Of course. Of course. Alright. To not allow... And to not allow, uh, you know, even dogs to stop us from preaching the gospel. Um... But to remember Jesus, Jesus in this time of him calling them to reflect, them coming with swords and clubs, but before walking with him daily, listening to him daily in his teachings and following him and calling him great teacher, but now betraying him. Peter cuts off the slave's ear. One of them in this, in this, in this, in Luke's account says one of them cuts off the slave's ear and, and Jesus heals his ear back on him. What a compassionate savior we have. One who wants us to remember of his sacrifice. Who was going for something bigger that he was going to address than just people who betrayed him. People who turned their back on him. He was going for this those people who were turning their back on him. And even the ones who were still staying true to him. Even though some of the disciples betrayed him. But repented. And called him Lord. And and followed the what they were called to do to lead out the early church and the, to lead the gospel. And today, us as Christians, more than ever, and in the simplicity of, of our faith, we're called to meet in our upper rooms with our families, with our friends who still live with us, or, or you know, or whether we connect on FaceTime, which I'll be doing shortly with family members. But to remember this time of what Jesus plan to do for us tomorrow. The will we remember tomorrow of a sacrifice on the cross. All that he was going to go through. All that he was going to face. And he didn't cast a sword. He only cast his hand to heal his, his opposers. Those who opposed him. 
Those who betrayed him. So as you meet today in your upper room or with, with others, with your family, or if it's just on your own, if you're alone today because of the virus and, and not being able to attend a service tomorrow, and hopefully online you'll be able to, read through this account of Jesus, of, of Luke 22. Uh, read the whole chapter even and, and see some of, of the account of, of him being betrayed, arrested, and being before the Sanhedrin. Just reflect on what the Lord was willing to do for you, what Jesus was willing to go through, to sacrifice the throne, to come down here, to be betrayed, and to still show that same love that he had from the very beginning of when they said that, I was commit, that I'm committed to you, Jesus. The same love that he had for him then, he was showing them at this time. So I hope that you know, no matter what you've done, that Jesus has that same love for you. He doesn't want to cast a sword. He wants you to be a participant of taking part of remembering him through the cup representing the blood that he shed and the broken bread representing the body that he broke for you, the forgiveness for you. So I pray that that this this Easter, this day before Good Friday today, that you start your journey with him even closer. When everyone seems so far away, when all the things that were normal to you seems so far away, seems like it'll never come back, that Jesus is always there. That no matter what comes, there's always a better tomorrow with him. 